0: That's m i d i dot com.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Unplugged Woodworkers Podcast. So, I'm kind of just finishing up this this past week. Obviously, I've been I've been continuing with the table, so I'm kind of just finishing up with the table. Yeah, it's been a lot of hard work. Yeah, obviously, I've done everything from scratch. That's that's saying the legs have been done from scratch. I've actually made two lots of legs. Yeah. If you listen to the last podcast, I did say I wasn't happy with the design. I basically made the, the framework. The framework was nearly all done. The legs were done. They were glued up and everything. Um, And I just wasn't happy with the design. So I've literally made like eight legs. So they, they were a lot of hard work. Um. Obviously the, the two slabs they were all they were rough sewn. So I had to flatten them, joint them, and then do it again. I had to do some flattening with those. Uh, so within the next few days I should have the table finished. There's just a few little things to do to it. I haven't really posted a lot of it in the last few days, but um I probably will do a little bit of posting over the next few days. Probably, so if you want to check that out um you can you can check it out on Instagram or Facebook. I'll leave links in the description um so you can check that out so today I just wanted to talk about sharpening i have I have like covered sharpening yeah um, in previous uh, podcasts, but that was more for chisels and planes and such so Today I wanted to go over like uh like a few things that don't really get like discussed a lot and there isn't like a lot of um like videos and such on them. Com- I'm I'm obviously comparing this to to chisels and planes because if you go on YouTube or even just like social media or even if you Google it sharpening you, you tend to come up with a lot of like um chisel sharpening stuff, um planes, and then after that tends to be saws. So I'm I'm not gonna cover like uh, the chisels and the saws um, in the planes today. Well yeah you, you, you know you like to so your number uh your number four and your number five, you know their their minds are pretty much the same. I'm not gonna cover them today. So I am gonna I am gonna go over a few things like a card scraper, um bits router plane. I'm not gonna go into a great deal of um detail. But obviously, I am going to, you know, get into a little bit so you kind of get the grasp of, of how I do it. And again, this is just how I do it. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. It might just be something for you to take away and, you know, have a think about and maybe try. You know, if you're trying a traditional way, that's kind of not working. Or you find awkward, you know, it wouldn't hurt to try another way. So as, as I always say, take what's useful and discard the rest. So I'm gonna start with uh, a cabinet scraper. So I've got a record number eighty cabinet scraper. I do use this. I, w- I wouldn't say a great deal, but I do use it. I'm not saying I u- I don't use it a lot. Kind of I'm kind of in between with it, but I'm very I'm very grateful I've got one because it can be a bit of a lifesaver sometimes just sometimes when you're getting a lot of tear out if you use one of these it's you know it pretty much sorts the the surface out for you so i would definitely recommend you get one of, you know if you're doing a lot of like um you know table tops you know wide wide areas you know it, i personally I think it's good to have one so there's there's a couple of ways you could do this um and i have I, just the other day I did experiment a little bit with this so with the with the scraper that comes with the uh, the cabinet scraper basically the edge the edges um, it's sharpened to a 45 degree um, or at least that's sharpened to a 45 degree angle and then you you pretty much just um, you know create a hook you you use your your burnisher and you create that hook so how I used to do it and I again I go I have been experimenting a little bit with this. I would just um use a file, um remove the old hook and just and just file like a new a new 45 degree angle on it, you know, make, make sure it's square and just basically start um creating a hook, you know, with a burnisher. So the other when was it i think it was last last weekish maybe i did do this but instead of using the the file like i normally do i used i used my sharpening stones i went i went through um quite quickly as well i went through a an extra course a course a medium a fine um like i said really quickly just to see if there was any any difference between that and just using a regular file to see you know just just to see um how the shavings kind of were um whether this whether this creates a finer edge and it makes it last longer i don't really know um i don't think it will but there's always a possibility that it will so i'm kind of not going to know for a little while but anyway so like i said if i use the file i create a 45 degree angle so after i'm happy with that 45 degree angle this is how i do it now because obviously i use a lot of lower benches i don't really use me i have got a tall bench but i don't really use it now so i'll sit on the bench and i'll put my burnisher on the bench rest it on the bench kind of kind of clamped in place with me or hold it in place with my hand um, making contact with the bench um, pressure pushing down with me thumb and I just start taking it backwards and I start taking the the blade itself backwards and forwards so if you are going to do this I would recommend you put on some sort of glove I tend not to do that but I, sh- I should really because it's it is really easy to to cut your hand so i started about maybe maybe about 50 degrees now bearing in mind the the blade or the scraper has been sharpened at 45 degrees so i started pretty much at a 50 degree and i just started taking it backwards and forwards and i slowly went work me worked it's it may be something like seven, 75 to 80 degrees i never go the full 90 degrees because that just creates too much of a hook if for me it does anywhere, you know, I, I, I don't think it's you, you really need to go any more than seventy-five, eighty type type of thing. T- to be honest, it's probably more 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 like seventy. I think. Again, I've never really measured. I've never really like you know took the time to to kind of measure this sort of angle. Again, a lot of a lot of things I do it's, it's just with my eyes. whether I be sharpening or? Or well, I just be working the wood? You know, If, if you listen to us, you've, you've heard us talk about this a lot. I, I do a lot by eye. So, as I said, I do that. I take that up to uh, about 70, 75 degrees. Once, once I've done that, I lie that flat on the bench. I get my burnisher. And then I just basically fold the steel back, back over. And then just repeat that process again. Obviously I do this on both ends because if you've for those that don't know, when you have got one of these scrapers, it's it's sharpened both ends, so which is quite good because what when one end gets a uh, dull you don't have to sharpen the other end because it's already sharpened. So basically you just turn the blade round and you're ready to go again. So you're basically getting like two you know two sharpens in one, kind of if you like. So that's kind of how I do that. Obviously. I know a lot of people just uh, stick it in the vice, you know if you've got a tall bench, they'll stick it in the vice and they'll sharpen it like that. Um Obviously I've done this in the past and I'm I'm kinda not too keen on it. I mean even if I went back to a a high a high bench, which which I might do, you know, who 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 knows. But I still think I would sharpen it this way uh, on the lower bench, the way I've just explained. So, I'm gonna go straight into a card scrape. and the card scrape. is pretty much the same. Kind of, you know, I'll, I'll place, I'll place the burnisher on the on the bench and hold it in place. You know, um, making contact with me, with me hand the bench and obviously the burnisher, and putting force down.
2: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary legally prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus well,
1: the only difference kind of with this is that instead of instead of like using any sort of angles i'll try and keep it like dead straight like at 90 degrees and again just going backwards and forwards if you if you're starting this you know like uh from fresher you you know it's it's really dull. Again I'll use the I'll use a file. You, again you, you can do this with um you know sharpening stones and such but I think it's just it's quicker with um with the file. So I'll file it, make sure it's straight. Um you know gonna be aiming for ninety degrees and once and once it's that's done again I just take it over over the burnisher when I'm making contact with the bench at ninety degrees you know i'll I'll go I'll go quite I'll go quite fast at first um just you know just just get the initial and then I start putting a bit of pressure on after that do both sides again lie it down uh, on its sides and just basically turn the the hook over. So you've got to do this on both sides. Obviously, the difference on the cabinet scraper, you're only going to do one side, but since you're creating a hook on both sides of just a normal card scraper, you have got to turn it over. So in total, you're going to be doing like four edges. Once that's done, obviously bring it back. Now, what I tend to do at this point is I'll take a couple of passes and then I'll turn it around and start creating a hook on the other side. all this is for is just to protect me hand, because once you've once you've like turned the steel back to ninety degrees, if you like, you've got like a bit of a sharp edge. So you know, and as I've said, I, I don't really use gloves. I, I probably should for this, and I do recommend like you do do it if you're gonna do it. Um. So that's the reason why I do that, and then I just I just repeat the process. You Know two to three times. You know, I find if you're folding the steel over two to three times, I you know, I've, I think that gives you a pretty good, um, you know, a pretty good hook. Uh, you get and you get some really nice shavings with that. So, to, to mention this is uh, it's something to mention as well. Um, for those of you that don't know, there's probably a lot that do you a lot of the time. You can you can you can skip the first part. Um, you know, basically using the file. So if you're kind of, you know, if you're using your card scraper and it's and it's dull, you can pretty much you can pretty much just put its um, put it on its side and fo- fold the steel back to ninety degrees, and then and then just repeat the process of, of what I've just said, obviously minus the. Minus the file. I'm not really sure how many times you can get away with this, you know, after the initial sharpening with the file, because you do have to go back to the file uh, like, you know, at some point. I think possibly three three type three to four times possibly. You know, you will obviously when you're doing it, you'll 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 know when you have to do the when you'll have to do the file. But you, like I see you can get away with doing that. I did also do a video um, for this, Um, I can't remember when I've done it, but it's basically, I think it's only a couple of minute video, I can't remember if I narrated this or not, but obviously I do do show the technique what I'm talking about, so if anyone's confused, there'll be a link in the description to my YouTube channel, Um, go and check it out if you want to check it out, if you like the video, share the video, it would help us out a lot as well. So, I'm going to jump straight to the router plane now. Now, this is probably my least favourite. Um, I really don't like um, sharpening router planes because they're just awkward. But, at the same time, they're a really, really good tool. You know, they're great for, um, you know, creating tenants and housing joints, um, you know, things like that. they you know, really, really good. So... As I said, I, I don't like sharpening these, and I do find them a little bit awkward. So, how I sharpen them, obviously, I use me, me diamond stones, or me diamond plates, whatever you however you want to say that. And my my little setup is uh, similar to Paul Sellers' setup. If anyone's seen it, it's basically you've got I've got four four um diamond plates, and they are epoxy onto some ply and that's that's my setup so you cannot really you you can't really take it sharpen it the same way you would sharpen say a plane a plane blade or a chisel so as what i tend to do i'll turn the i'll turn me little setup like at 90 degrees and basically put it to the edge of the bench and just sharpen just sharpen going width ways, um, if that makes sense. So, obviously, you kind of take it the length of the plates because, you know, because you've got your... It's kind of just the way it is, isn't it? I mean, for anyone that doesn't know, um, you know, the, the blades for these are kind of, it's kind of like an L shape. So, you know, you, it's, you are a little bit restrictive in the way you sharpen them. But... As I said I, I just sharpen these um with with the width and I, I work my way all the way down through the grits and then I I finish off with um with my strop. I, again it's this this can be a little bit problematic with a strop. Um they're not the easiest things to sharpen, but that's that's kinda how I do it. I haven't to be honest, I haven't really seen a lot of videos of people sharpening these um it's is is what I is what I do, do as well I, I try to I try to make sure that I take um I take I take the bevel down a lot if that if kind of that makes sense. Um you know so I haven't got a what's the word I'm looking for here. So I basically haven't got a big, a big heel or or a steep, a steep bevel. You know, I try to keep that relatively flat. Kind of the same way I do with me, um, with me chisels and with the the plane irons. You know, I try to keep that. You know, the the angle relatively flat because it uh, it is quite easy to to round around the the edge of the eye and over which I do do I you know I deliberately do like kind of round it it's like a like a convex like a convex sharpening what I do rather than a a, a concave is that right am I saying that the right way concave convex basically when when you sharpen on a say, say a grinding stone and you'll have you'll have like a like a hollow grind, as if I'm saying that right. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm explaining myself correctly here. But if you if you sharpen it the way I'm describe describing, it kind of uh, I'm getting a little bit muddled up here. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm I'm trying to explain like it, it, basically. Okay, so I had to Google out there, and it is a concave I'm talking about. So I don't do the concave. I do a con like a convex sharpening. So that would be that would be the opposite, where you get like a little bit of a hump. And but as I was saying, I do try to keep that minimal because obviously you don't you don't want a big co- uh, convex on it. Um, so that's kind of how I sharpen. Um, Sharpen a router plane okay so i'm gonna talk about an auger bit next again i i haven't seen a lot of a lot of videos on these i don't think it's like very well documented because the they are a little bit awkward i will i will say that the the larger auger bits are are a hell of a lot easier to sharpen than the the smaller auger bits, the smaller auger bits, in in my my opinion, are a bit of a nightmare. I try not to. I try not to actually use smaller auger um, bits. Nine out of ten, I've got. I've got no need. I mean, obviously, I've got drill bits. The drill bits that I've got go up to ten millimeters. Once they hit ten millimeters, kind of the next the next step up is half an inch um which I would use like my yoga bits pretty much from half an inch up to um an inch and a quarter. That's that's pretty much the all yoga bits I've got. So as I said as when I get a ten millimeters I kinda you know I-
0: with lucky land Slots you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: 18 plus. I, that's when I switched to the auger bits. So as I said, the larger ones are easier to sharpen. I mean, if you kind of sharpen the like a half inch auger bits, and then you sharpen a an inch and a quarter, you'll immediately you'll immediately see the the difference in ease, if, if you like. So. For anyone that is gonna do the the sharpening of the auger bit, I would highly recommend that you get a a, an auger bit file. Um, I can't actually remember where I got these from. I remember at the time I struggled to get mine, and you know I'm, I'm situated in the UK, so I'm not too sure what the rest of the world's like. But I did. I'm pretty sure I had to get them from Germany. I'm pretty sure. I can't remember the name of the website, but I'm pretty sure I did have to get them from Germany. Um I, I think I got about three or four of these, you know, and the these are like specifically for Sharpen and Auger bits. I mean, you've got obviously you've got two sides and the two sides the like the the kinda the table, the, they kinda remind me a little bit of some like kind of table legs, you know, like coffee table legs, like um the tape ad, um at either side so kind of you've got on one side you've got the two the two flat surfaces that are tapered you've got those two flat surfaces that have um obviously the the file the file cutting portion on and the two edges they they're like completely smooth and the opposite side, you have got the two flat surfaces, and they're completely smooth. But the two edges have got the file cutting section on, and this is basically so you don't, you know, you're not rubbing against, you know, um, against any other part of the the auger pit to damage it. And it's it's a pretty good design when you think about it, you know, because I, you know, um, if you've ever used a file, even if you've used a file for, you know, shaping wood. You know, me personally, I've done it. So when I've been shaping, shaping wood, and I've been using a file, sometimes the edge of the file has has rubbed against um, another piece of the wood, and it's cut into the wood. And it's it, it's obviously I I don't want that to happen. You know, and you can't do exactly the same with the auger bit. So how I sharpen these. Um, Again, I'm, I just do these on the low bench, so so basically I'll turn the auger bits onto its head. Um, that'll be the tip part, the uh, where where the screw the screw part is. Um and basically I'll start sharpening the two the two flat sections first. yeah uh, I don't suppose it matters a great deal, this is just how I do it. I find when I do it this way, I'm better able to to see what I'm doing, and I'm better able to judge the the angle that you're cutting these at. So, I just go backwards and forwards, um, you know, taking it off the bench and feeling um, when I've got a burr. Um, I do this to the the two sides because obviously you've got the two cutting edges on the two sides sorry not on the two sides on the on the it's hard to describe this actually um just the two cutting edges at the base of the screw section of of that kinda makes sense so I, I pretty much sharpen them till I get a burr um and just once once I've got that that burr I'll, I'll just remove that burr again with the file. Now, now this is what makes these, you know, these, um, files so good because obviously the tape are off to the edges. So you are able to get them in. Um, obviously they were designed for this, they're, they're a really good file. I ironically, I do actually use these, these files to make a, a secondary bevel on me saws, uh, when I sharpen me, my rip saw, um, you know, because they're, they're, they're actually quite a fine cut, you know, so you can use them and you, and you don't take too much off. So that for anyone that's got one or getting one, you can actually use that. To, well, at least I do to to put a secondary bevel on the on the tooth of the saw. So going back to the auger bits, once once I've turned up, that that uh, burr over, uh, I just get a scrap piece of wood and remove the burr with that. So after I've done that, you've got the two side pieces. Now these two side pieces are kind of uh, how would I describe these? These are like two two semicircles in either side, and basically these will, as you turn these, just basically cut the wood, the the sever the the sever the you know the, the wood itself uh, t- to give you you know to give the cut some cleanness if you like. Um, so. Again with these, you only you only really want to sharpen the inside of these, and it's the same again. Um, pr- pr- pretty much, you're just going to turn a burr. Yeah, I will say, kind of be careful. Don't try to move too much, because if you're going to be sharpening these on a regular basis, I say on a regular basis. You know, if you're going to, if you like me and you've got these and you know you're kind of planning on keeping them for a lifetime you know you, you don't really want to be removing too much you know of that because obviously the more you remove you know they're going to kind of become redundant because you're not going to have anything else to sharpen so when I do sharpen these I try not to turn too much of a bear I just I you know because it is possible just to go like a bit you can get like a little bit heavy heavy handed or you can be you can be using too much of an angle, which I try not to do. You know, I just try to get it, get it right for, you know, for, for the angle. So I'm not, I'm not like removing too much. So I'll do that to the both sides. Um, and then you, you will be left with, with a burr, obviously. So, you don't you don't really wanna take the file on the outside because if you start filing the outside you're gonna be making the you're gonna be like removing material which is gonna make the head of the of the auger bits less than what you wanted. So, you know, for argument's sake, just say it was sharpening a, a one and a one and a quarter inch um auger bits you know that one and a quarter inch over time if you are going to be sharpening the outside you know it's it's going to reduce itself and i'm i'm not too i'm not too sure what would happen with this i'm not too sure if it would if you would create a little bit of a taper so when you if you're going through like a you know like a, a deeper piece you know it would start jamming i'm kind of not sure how that would work but Obviously, you 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 want to keep you want to keep the original size. Sometimes I I will try to remove this burr with wood. If I can't remove it with wood, you know, because again, if I've been a little bit heavy-handed, and uh, you know, I do do it. Sometimes my angle is off, and I might you know the burr might be a bit too much. In that case, I'll use some wet and dry sandpaper, um, four hundred grit you know, and I'll I'll basically just pull it, I'll pull the whole, you know, the whole auger bit, I'll lie, if, I'll lie it on a flat surface like the bench, and I'll just pull it, and as I pull it, I twist it, you know, but after every pull, I'll check, I'll check to see, you know, if, if I've removed the burr or not. You know, it, it, typically it only takes like one or two pulls and you will, you know, you will get it. And because you're using... Such a fine grade um, sandpaper, like 400 grit. There's going to be you're going to be removing like a minimal amount of material. It's all you know. It's pretty much going to be negligible. Um, but again, you should try t- to get rid of the burr with you know with a scrap piece of wood if you can. So that's that's pretty much that. Um, so a draw knife. I'm using a draw knife a a lot more lately um say that probably this past year you know i've i've really started using a draw knife a lot um if i'm if i'm shaping any sort of like any sort of legs you know if i if i want to make something hexagonally or I've just got to remove a corner. The f- the first thing that pops into my mind is a draw knife. I'll go straight away and I'll grab the draw knife, uh, and I'll remove the corner. I've just done it with the with the legs. I've been making for this dining table. You know, first first port of call, set the set the the the, the shave horse up, and get the draw knife and remove the corners. The reason I do this is just because it's quick. There's, there's no, do you know, you kind of, you kind of compare the quickness. I mean, if you were to do this with a plane, in my experience, a plane can be a lot. Um, it's, it's, it's just a lot slower because you can only take off so much material with a plane. Where if you're using a draw knife, you know, you you can hog quite a lot off. You know, especially if the grains, if the grains. Um, pretty straight which obviously if you're making any sort of legs you should be shooting for that anyway so even with killing dried you know you can remove a lot of material quite quickly so as I've said that's that's kind of what I what I shoot for now like you know it's it's a first kind of it's a first thing I you know just just to make the process that that little bit quicker so I kind of when I first started sharpening um, the the draw knives, or my draw knife, I've only got one. So when I first started sharpening that, I was using a couple of a couple of old diamond plates what I had lying around. Um, I think one was like an extra fine, and one was like a, like a coarse. Um, it was. Uh, I didn't like it. I, this is how I've sharpened them for ages. And I just—it's just too much of a faff. On it's like a couple of times. I just—I don't know. I I just not a fan of it. In essence, or in hindsight, roller is what I could have and should have done. I I should have probably mounted these to a piece of timber or a piece, like an old scrap piece of wood. And that would have, you know, that would have given us something to to grab a hold of better. But I I still think it's, you know, I still think it was just, it would still be awkward. So that's what I've done for a long time. But recently is what I've done. I bought a, um, a, I bought an axe, an axe puck. That's I think that's what you call them an axe puck. So basically this is just like a, a sharpening stone in the shape of a of a puck, if you like, like a nice hockey puck. Um and the one I bought was a Helco Work um axe uh, puck. So I managed to sharpen this um really quickly and it's it's pretty good if I'm honest um I kind of I kind of felt it's when I bought it when I bought this this puck I was a bit like no, I'm not really sure this is kind of gonna work like uh, I, I'll rephrase that I knew it was gonna work I just wasn't sure if it was gonna get the um the tool as to sharp as I wanted it you know obviously when I sharpen anything um, you know well I whether it's chisels planes any anything with like a with like a cutting edge um you know I try to get it razor sharp um that's kind of what I go for and for me razor sharp is is that there's obviously different grades of razor sharp obviously, but I, you know what I shoot for is to take the to take the hairs off my arm you know if, if I can get something to take the hairs off my arms i'm i'm more than happy with that, and that's kind of what I shoot for. So I wasn't, I wasn't overly sure if this was going to work, but it, it did. Um, so basically I used the, I used the puck and then I used me, me strop afterwards. And as soon as I took it to my arm, it was taking the hairs off my arm. So it works really well. So to sharpen, this is what I've done. I, I basically, I had the, had a hold of one of the handles in my left hand and I pretty much just, um, squeezed the other handle in a kind of, kind of like, um, like top belly if you like, kind of, you know, like solar plex area, just, just to the, the left of the solar plex area, um. And I basically just started um, using using the puck in a circular motion. Now the, the puck I've got you can use it wet or dry, but since I since I use the, um, everything wet, I I decided to soak this in some water. And yeah, that's that's how I done that. So I kind of treated it. The same way as what i treat me me plane irons and me chisel irons i just basically done a you know done the round over uh, what i was talking about before so i just i just work my way backwards and forwards now um this this puck what i've got it is 120 grit on one side and then it's 320 on the other side so, obviously, you start with 120 grits, um, you know, and I'm just going backwards and forwards along along the, the edge, the edge of the bevel, and as I said, I'm just taking it at different angles, you know, so I'm, I'm coming towards myself, um, and then on the way back away from myself, you know, I'm changing the angle very slightly, you know, and I, I just keep on doing that, so I've got a um, you know a nice um, uh, concave edge. Obviously, again, you don't want to make sure it, you you do want to make sure it's not too much of a concave uh, cave edge, because that that way you know you it's just going to make it more um, more difficult to use. So that's that's something to bear in mind not not to have too much of a you know a, a concave on it. Um, so. After after I'd done that, after I pretty much um got a uh, got a little bit of a burr uh, on the back side um bearing in mind this is this um draw knife is actually um flat it's it's not curved so obviously I know there is some curved ones out there so I, I just thought I'd mention that. Um same again, I just I just took the bear off in a just in a circular motion and um, working towards myself and then away from myself uh, and i just took the bear off uh, once once i'd uh, once i'd turned the bear all i'm not taking it off but once i turned turned the uh, the bear back um i i, I switched i switched my grip so 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 basically it was still in the same ha- same hand but rather roller the bevel was was pointing towards me me right side when I sharpened it with the with the puck but I turned the whole thing over so the the bevel was then pointing towards the the left side of myself and then I just used me my leather strop um you know and just and just work the leather strop um you know just kind of Push, pushing on a diagonal so you start at one end and as you push it it's you know you, you kind of slide it along in a in a diagonal motion so you cover covering all of the blade uh, if that makes sense um, and again you just turn it over and, and do the opposite side if there's any burr left on obviously just just um just run the, the edge of the blade over some scrap wood or whatever, or the edge of the bench, the corner of the bench, which I tend to do. Um, and as I said before, as soon as I took it to my arm, I was taking hairs off my arms. You know, it's don't get us wrong. It's not as, you'll not get that, you'll not get it as sharp, or at least I don't think you'll get it as sharp as what you what, what I can get with um, a chisel or my plane irons, but it's still really, really good. Um, again this is pretty it's pretty much the same process for an axe you know so i'm not really going to go into an axe in great detail because i've kind of just explained it there again the axe i have got a couple of axes um the axe the axe that that you could like compare this to would be it's flat on one side and it's got a bevel on the other side and it's pretty much just going to be the same uh you know the same sort of um, process. You know, you're going to be coming backwards and forwards to yourself in a circular motion, or at least that's how I do it. Uh, and just remove any, just remove any burr um, from from the back end. I mean, this this little puck thing would actually be good if you were, you know, if you are going to go out, um, you know, bush camping or anything. You know, um, you know, and you and you thought you might do a little bit of green woodwork and obviously you could take a, a couple of tools you could take you know like a, a small portable saw um your draw knife um you know an axe you know you know a few things like that but this would be actually quite handy to take because it's you know it's it's really small. basically it would fit in your pocket this this little puck so that would be really good for things like that i'm, I'm actually quite um happy i got this little puck